the Arizona Cardinals offense needs to have a breakout game on Sunday. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Today's episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL, all lowercase, for a first deposit match up to a hundred bucks. We got a packed show today. Um Cardinals traveling to Chicago, playing the afternoon window in the Windy City, which is a little weird, but cool. You know, whatever. You get to sleep in a little bit. Um, if you're in fantasy football playoffs, I don't know why you'd be sleeping at all between now and, and you know, tomorrow, let alone Sunday. Um, there's a couple of things that need that we need to see from the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday. The proof of concept thing has been kind of murky, fluid, since not murky fluid, that's gross. And no, I will not restart my podcast. I'm going to leave it right there. It's been fluid because, you know, Kyler Murray's come back and, you know, he's coming off injury. And then we don't know what he's going to be like. And then they won a game and then they lost two games and they won a game. And then they lost. It's just like, it's been a weird, like, we don't know what the metrics are for the Arizona Cardinals for success for the rest of the season. Besides winning every game, which, you know, to some people, the definition of that would be the antithesis of success with a couple games left and where they are in the 2024 NFL draft ranking. Yet, now, after five weeks, this offense needs to show more than it has. I'll discuss it in this first segment. How do you stop Justin Fields? And... How do you stop Justin Fields to DJ Moore specifically? Discuss that in the second segment and then path to victory, as always, in the third segment. Again, thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen. Please go to the YouTube channel, search Locked On Arizona Cardinals, hit that subscribe button, almost at 3,000 subscribers. Uh, thank you very much. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Uh, I know that for some, it was a little odd pivoting from a co-hosted show to a single host show. Um, I worked in radio for a long time. I hosted many shows by myself, and I'd like to do this more of like a radio show than a podcast to keep it a little bit more free-flowing, fluid, you know, making you laugh, hopefully giving you the content that you're looking for uh, without really sugarcoating anything. So what I mean by the Cardinals offense needs to break out, the Cardinals offense needs to break out against a defense that is having a breakout of its own. Since acquiring Montez Sweat, and extending him, the Chicago Bears defense has been completely different. It's been completely different. The offense is still on life support at times, but this defense is legit. Front seven, just another one that the Cardinals are going to have to play. This is the second time this year they'll have to face Montez Sweat when he was with Washington week one, which seems like eons ago uh, the Cardinals faced him. Did pretty well, gave up a couple sacks, but a lot of that was on Joshua Dobbs being with the team for 15 minutes before week one. So this is a perfect time for the Cardinals offense to really show what they're worth. And to make matters even worse, Hollywood Brown's out. Okay. So you've got Michael Wilson healthy back. You've got 
Marquise Brown out, which I don't know if he's shown enough to come back. I don't know. I mean, that's, there's plenty of talk for that. But this is Kyler Murray. He's had plenty of time with the offense at this point. James Connors healthy. Okay. They've got a couple backs. Amari DiMarcato had that big touchdown run, that breakaway run uh, last week. Michael Carter's looks serviceable as an RB2. Trey McBride is a tight end one for now and for the future. And they got to figure out what, they, what they've got with Greg Dorch, Rondo Moore, and, uh, and Michael Wilson. I will say, though, in games like this, when a wide receiver is out, Greg Dorch steps in and produces. He produces. It's just, it's been his MO. It's like, well, why don't they get him the ball more? Look at what he does when players are out. That's, this is one of those games. And very few teams will actually account for him or scheme against him during film study during the week. So this is a perfect sneaky play for Greg Dorch going into Sunday. Kyler Murray needs to be better. There's no excuses anymore. I, and you've, you know, if you've listened to this podcast for a long time, every day, or if you listen to this since 2017, or especially since 2019 when they drafted Kyler Murray, I've always thought that Kyler Murray was winning in spite of Cliff Kingsbury not because of him. Now it's time to show it. There's no more built-in excuse. Well, he's coming back from injury, whatever, whatever it is. It's been five games. It's been almost 60% of half a season for the math majors out there. Formerly half a season, 58%, 57%, doesn't matter. There's no restrictor plate. There's no more uh, training wheels. Got to see what Kyler Murray is. And yeah, it's not ideal weapon-wise. It's not ideal offensive line-wise. This is where he's eaten his entire life. In the gray, where things aren't what they're supposed to be. He's been able to flourish. Whether it's play-by-play or you know, 2020 when they started five and three, you know, they didn't have an all world roster in 2021. Kyler Murray was just special. So that's what you need to see on Sunday. Glimpses of that. It doesn't have to be for all 60 minutes. It doesn't have to be every possession. It doesn't have to be every play. But a breakout game means scoring a touchdown, not on your first possession, maybe on your second possession, even if you do put up points. On your first. We've seen a couple drives, I think two out of the five, where the Cardinals have scored touchdowns on the opening drive. One was against Houston with the long bomb to Rondell Moore, and the other was last week against San Francisco. Got to see more consistency with long sustained drives that end in touchdowns. And three field goals last week, I think. Long sustained drives that end in touchdowns. That's the breakout because breakout is also on a curve here. But you know what I mean. We need to see. We need to see some explosion from the players who are explosionable. It's Friday. Just give me a break with my dictionary. Got to see more Trey McBride. Like every week, you see it. Every week, moving forward, it gets easier and easier for other skill position players on offense to do their job because there will be more and more eyes on Trey McBride. And then that's a whole other story of how he can overcome that because I can guarantee you Chicago Bears focus most of their offensive uh, uh, focus, most of their focus in the defensive room watching film on Trey McBride, Kyler Murray, and James Conner in no particular order. Got to get James Conner going, even against that stout front now that Chicago has play action, take some shots down the field, 
and feed Trey McBride. It's got to happen this week. There's no excuses. There's no excuses. Doesn't matter if Hollywood Brown's out. He hasn't been much of a factor anyways. Kyler Murray needs to show who he is starting now for the rest of the season. They got Philly next and then Seattle. It's not going to get any easier. This is the easiest game the Cardinals have on their schedule left, and it's not an easy game anymore. How do the Cardinals stop Justin Fields? Justin Fields is a polarizing character. He was a Darnell Mooney drop of a Hail Mary for being number one on SportsCenter for a long time, even if they still do that. How do you stop Justin Fields? Let's discuss next as we roll on here. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by DoorDash. Uh, DoorDash makes my life easy. I order DoorDash a good amount. And if I'm working, you know, with both jobs and I'm starving and I don't, you know, want to order the traditional delivery food where it's like, I know that place delivers, that place delivers. DoorDash opens up the world. I talk about Julio's too a lot. It's my favorite Mexican restaurant in Phoenix. It's actually in Scottsdale. They've got these little mini chimneys. Doesn't matter. You can get them. DoorDash. Boom. It's like what you want right at your doorstep. And, you know, you go to the app, you bingo, bango, bongo. And, you know, 40 minutes later, you've got your lunch. It's fantastic. And even better, you can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend 15 bucks or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend 15 bucks or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. Subject to change. Terms apply. Thanks for hanging out. Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen. Uh, go to the YouTube channel. Search Locked on Arizona Cardinals. Hit that subscribe button. Turn notifications on, please. Um, if you want to leave a review, Apple, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, you're welcome to. Um, I, I do allude sometimes to pissed off Ravens fans and Rams fans, I think. I think those are the two fan bases I've pissed off the most. Um, heaven forbid they live in reality. Uh, who just jettisoned my my uh, podcast rating. But, you know, I'm, I'm just happy that you're here. That's what I always leave it with. Locked On has launched the first ever national uh, sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus your national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to your first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. How do the Cardinals stop? Justin Fields. This is a very clear answer because like Justin Fields is as frustrating. Like I had Lauren, Co- I, you know, did the crossover yesterday with Lauren Cox from Lockdown Bears. It's like we commiserated over the fact that we've seen so many, Oh my God moments, as I call them from our respective quarterbacks. It's like, where is the potency with that? Where are the, where is the frequency of that. Why are we not seeing more of those plays? And Justin Fields just hasn't won as much as Kyler did ever. So, you know, in the NFL. And Kyler hasn't had an incredible, you know, win-loss record through his first four years. But they've won games. They've won important games. And um, Justin Fields just hasn't. But Justin Fields is like a gazelle out there, man. He's close to – like, I think running Lamar Jackson running in space is the most – aesthetically pleasing thing in the NFL. Jamar Chase is there too. Cooper Cup is there. Um, I know it's a little weird nuance, but like Justin Fields is really fast and he's big. 
And the fact that he can't read progressions as quickly as he should be after all of his success at Ohio state, like it doesn't make any sense. Now he has a wide receiver one. He turns the ball over a lot, fumbles, interceptions. So how do the Cardinals stop Justin Fields? One, maybe get a sack. What has it been? Three games that they've uh, etched in a sack on the stat sheet. The pass rush is non-existent. Absolutely and utterly non-existent. This is the let's throw Dennis Gardeck into a starting every down role. This is what you get. He is a fan favorite. He's great in the community. He's, by all accounts, a great dude. He is a situational pass rusher on third downs when you when you want to know throw another body up on the line. He's not an every down guy. We find out that Zayvon Collins isn't either. So I don't know what the hell they're going to do with Zayvon Collins. But this pass rush is non-existent. So, but how do you stop Justin Fields? You make him make mistakes. And it's not like, oh, yeah, obviously, you make him make mistakes. You make, you make him throw an interception or fumble the ball. Oh, that's the best. He makes mistakes more than other people with less things that need to happen in order to force that mistake. Then he's got to get in his kitchen. Get him on the run behind the line of scrimmage. Something that Kyler Murray does so well is something that Justin Fields doesn't do so well, which is, you know, outside of the pocket, behind the line of scrimmage, trying to find an open receiver. And in turn, if you put Justin Fields in that situation, it'll allow this cornerback room to not have to, you know, cover in a vacuum for as long as they would without a pass rush. Now, sure, they're going to be covering their guys more. It's going to be a little bit more, you know, people call it like, you know, backyard football or something. I don't, it's just, it's where stars make plays. When the play breaks down, it's when stars make plays. And Justin Fields has shown that he has some of that star potential in him, but not as much as Kyler Murray. And he makes a lot of mistakes, Justin Fields does. He fumbles the ball a lot. So that's where you'd have to get to Justin Fields. Because if you don't, DJ Moore is going to eat your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. For those that don't know who DJ Moore is or as in depth, um, I've, you know, it's Friday. So, you know, for those who play fantasy football, okay, for those who play fantasy football, check out Vinny Iyer, Locked on Fantasy Football. He's one of the best in the business, first off. Second of all, you know in fantasy football when you play one or two specific players every year, you know, whenever you play them, they're like, oh, he's going off today. Oh, yeah, he's going off today. And it's always the the most random players. It's not, oh, yeah, Christian McCaffrey is going to have a lot of points on me today. It's not like that. There's been a couple in my life where it's every day. And now, you know, one is getting older. So, I mean, not anymore. But Marvin Jones, eat me alive. Anywhere from Cincinnati to Detroit when he first started there would eat my lunch. Anytime I played against him, didn't matter who, what opponent was, doesn't matter what format it is, doesn't matter who they were playing, would eat my lunch. The second and has always and will continue to be DJ Moore. Always, always, always. Smart me. I drafted him this year. Um, so I'm like, well, nipping that. Nipping that right in the bud. Because that ain't going to happen anymore. DJ Moore absolutely goes ham. And that's why I know and have followed DJ Moore when he was in Carolina. I always talked about how he's the most underrated receiver in the league. Most overlooked receiver in the league. Constantly, constantly, constantly. 
And you're starting to see flashes of brilliance from him when Justin Fields plays competent football. The way to keep Justin Fields from playing competent football is getting in his kitchen. And we've come full circle. Because if they don't, this is going to be a very long day for a Garrett Williams-less cornerback room because he's out. You're going to have Jalen Thompson and Buda Baker trying to plug a whole bunch of holes with a defense that just isn't talent-wise anymore. Like, devoid. We'll see if B.J. Ojolari can get to the quarterback. We'll see if Dante Stills can can, can still, um, you know, show some growth. He's been the best interior defensive lineman the Cardinals have had. He's a sixth-round rookie. And what we're starting to see through 15 weeks into week 16 is how bad the talent was on this team before these rookies were drafted. Not all starters, you know, benches, Josh Woods is on IR. Like this is going to be an ugly last few weeks. This is not a knock on this. Nick Rallis, it can't be, or Jonathan Gannon. This team is devoid of talent, save the cornerback room and BJ Ojolari and Dante Stills on the defensive side of the ball. Antonio Hamilton ain't it. Sterling Thomas ain't it. It's not. It's not. And it won't be moving forward. But this is the medicine that needed to be taken this year for the Cardinals to pivot and have a brand new foundation for the future. This is where you're really going to see it. This is where you're really going to see it the last couple weeks of the year. Everything, just the wheels start to fall off on the defensive side of the ball. So... If there's one thing they can do on Sunday, it's got to be get Justin Fields uncomfortable. That's it. Easier said than done, but that's what needs to happen in order to stop Justin Fields and DJ Moore from having career days with each other. Because that's the other side of the coin. Cole Komet, too. could be very ugly. But I think the Cardinals have the talent enough to disrupt Justin Fields enough, maybe make an errand throw, interception, maybe defensive touchdown, something like that, to kind of tip the scales on the game on Sunday. What's the path to victory? That's one. So, spoiler alert, I'm going to talk about it again for like a minute on the other side. There's a couple others. This is rinse and repeat for a team that doesn't have NFL-caliber talent at the plays that they need NFL-caliber talent to, to produce wins. But I'll discuss it next as we roll on here, Locked on Cardinals, your team. Every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Price Picks. Um, most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my cheese, man. You pick two or more players in their projections, pick more or less than the projected stat, then you can stack wins. Okay, with the basketball season here, you can pick more combo projections across football and basketball from, you know, the specials league, you know, you don't know what that is. You can cross pollinate, man. Pick one basketball, one football, one projection number, like Travis Kelsey and LeBron James, three pointers made in receptions, 10 and a half, more or less. That's what they got for you at prize picks. Super easy uh, deposit withdrawals. You can deposit with Apple Pay. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL. For a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. If you didn't appreciate football when I told you before the season started to appreciate it every week, it's rough pumpkins for you because you only got three games left. And then everything begins. 
it's a you know sweet sorrow situation where it's like damn the season's almost over but damn the season's almost over that's just gonna get weird here we don't know what's going to happen and that's why i've pounded the table like what are the metrics for kyler murray what are the metrics for kyler murray i still think he's going to be the guy i still think monty and, and uh gannon think he's going to be the guy we have no idea what's going to happen all we can do is watch and see if Kyler Murray shows improvement every week in this offense. It's been foreign to him, even though, you know, he was on the field and there have been multiple reports out of camp. Like, yeah, he knows the offense, but now it's knowing the offense on the field, like the back of his head, like, you know, like the back of his hand where he doesn't have to think he can just react and they need to show that this week. So path to victory segment one and segment two, if you're jumping in right now, go back and watch it. <laughs> I'll tell you uh, the offense needs to just have a breakthrough breakthrough and breakout and it doesn't have to be all game it's got to be more than like two drives a game sustained drives chunk plays even if it's you know a, a play breaks down Kyler Murray's got to show what we've seen through the first four years of go live in the gray go live when things break down go make plays I don't care who the receivers are he's done this his whole life go do it one two gotta get Justin Fields out of his kitchen or into it, got to get in Justin Fields' kitchen or out of his kitchen and just meet him out in another room, as it were. Got to make him uncomfortable. You don't have to make him as uncomfortable as other quarterbacks for him to turn the ball over. He'll give a couple gifts a game, and they just got they they've got to benefit from that. And then three is win the turnover battle. I talk about this every week. Um, and the one thing that's changed is the Cardinals can turn the ball over and still win with Kyler Murray at quarterback. They haven't much but they can because they've got a massive upgrade at quarterback. And let's discuss one thing. I'm going to put myself on the mercy of you here. I don't know if it's beneficial for the Cardinals to win anymore this year. This is kind of the line of demarcation for me. I've said it all year and I'll be very candid with you. You know, I wanted, this isn't me just like, you know, telling my, my friends, Oh, I just got to lie to people and say, I hope they win when they hope they lose. I don't, I would have loved to see them win seven games this year. I love it because that means that they've got more on this roster than necessary than they thought, which means it deems having a high, high, high draft pick less necessary than expected when the season started. That didn't happen. Now, Washington sitting with four wins. Chicago sitting with five wins. Washington playing the Trevor Simeon-led Jets this week. Would it be beneficial for the Cardinals if they showed out and showed this offense, like showed it off and they put up a 30-burger and won? Sure. Would it be more beneficial splitting a hair by 0.1% if they play competitively and lose? Probably. This is the line of demarcation for me now. I think it would be less beneficial if the Cardinals win any more games this year than earlier in the season. It wasn't that they were going to make the playoffs this year. It wasn't anything like that. But because we had no idea what this team was at all, and we still don't. I mean, and, and, and it doesn't really matter because most of these players won't be on the roster next year. This is going to be, as I talked about it, when they fired uh, Cliffy Baby and, and, and Steve Keim, Arizona Cardinals 2.0, Arizona Cardinals in name only. These are the ripple down, you know, these are the ripples of the 
you know, the stone skipping or whatever from the last regime. Montez Ford didn't do much this offseason. Brought in a very key part in Kazir White is, is on IR, is missing the rest of the year. Drafted well. Paris Johnson Jr. has been a vision compared to what we've experienced watching the Cardinals draft in the last decade. Decade. BJ Ojolari, Garrett Williams, Michael Wilson, all of these guys have shown flashes. Dante Stills, sixth round pick. Like, I don't think it's beneficial for the Cardinals to win any more games this year. I just don't. That part is over. And luckily for them, they've got a tough schedule coming up. They've got two teams that they're playing after this week who still have playoff aspirations, one uh, seeding-wise and the other making the playoffs in Philly and Seattle. So ain't nobody sitting anybody in the next two weeks. But I think playing for pride, playing for proof of concept is a lot more important than getting dubs the last three weeks of the year, regardless of if that means guys are going to lose their jobs because, or they're going to, you know, be cut. They're not going to, you know, they'll go sign somewhere else. But like, now it's time to look towards the future, not sitting Kyler Murray, anything like that, but not yet. We can have that conversation after Sunday, depending on how it plays out. Alex Lancey locked on Cardinals. Merry Christmas. I will be putting out a podcast um, immediately following the game on Sunday. I want to do that for you um, just so we can kind of, you know, put a, a pin in this and pivot towards what's next because uh, it's going to change really quickly. We've only got a couple weeks left and everything's going to change. How? What's it going to look like? No idea. But we, we know change is coming and that is bleeping sweet. I was sensing locked on Cardinals. Have a great Christmas. Check out my big dumb face Sunday early evening, um, and then I will talk to you again on Tuesday.